hottest DJ on the planet. Happy Friday, guys, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Dubs. I'm your host, Bilty. Man, I am pumped. I am hyped, and it's funny to say that because it's 525 in the morning, the day of the show. You can help. <laughs> you can tell by my voice. I've been going for the past couple days. Not just me, but uh, there's a whole group of people uh, that I'd like to thank that's been helping me get the show ready. That's my brother, George, uh, Renee Werner, who has been our good friend and our ally that was originally employed with the hotel, and he's retired now, but he's still a huge part of everything that goes on, and uh, I mean, there's so many people. Uh, I've got Spike, his uh, his girl, D. I've got my wife. I have so many people involved in helping this thing put on. Eric Black with Sunkiss Graphics. So many people that, I, that I'm that i thanking in advance for this one crazy weekend that's getting ready to kick off. Last night, we kind of had a little open house at my place. <clears throat> Last minute, impromptu, and it was just a great time. Uh, if you didn't uh, if you didn't make it, hopefully next year we'll see you. <coughs> oh, man, you can tell we're just pushing the limits, and I love it. It has been the best time ever uh, getting to see all these people from all over the place. And it's funny, so many people have been planning and, and texting me and letting me know they're on their way, they're coming here, they're doing this, and things are happening last minute, and no matter what, these guys, these people are persevering to get here, and that's what it's all about, because it's about the people. It's about the people that share the hobby, that come to this town, and they get to have an experience you can only have here in Vegas. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw on my Instagram yesterday, if you didn't, we've got a bank of slot machines in the casino that have Let's Talk Dubs logo and this year's logo on the top of the slot machine. That was courtesy of my buddy Eric Black, who's a member of Las Vegas Volkswagen Club, who's I want to give a shout out to as well for for being such a big part of everything. Troy Story, uh, so many people <coughs> involved in all that that's getting ready to go down this weekend. And if you're not here, man, you need to turn around and get here right now. We're going to close online registration today because I can't do online and in person at the same time. So uh, we're going to close online registration today. There's still spaces down here. Uh, no matter what, we'll fit you in. It's a good time. Uh, if you didn't book your room, I don't know what to tell you. I, I gave everybody the opportunity to give an example. The rooms pre cut off were $120 a night. The rooms today, if you didn't book in advance are 269 plus tax plus uh, resort fee, all that kind of stuff. So this make sure next year that you guys would like that you guys get your rooms booked in advance because it's really, really important. I want to see everybody here. I want to see everybody having a good time. And it's going to be, this weekend's going to be off the charts. It's already starting, man. There's already, <laughs> there's already a dozen people here so far in the parking lot on Thursday. Uh, good turnout with just a little social gathering in my house for pizza and sodas. And, um, it's been cool. A lot of people flying in from all around the world, and it's just going to be a great time. So you guys will have to talk to your friends and look at the posts on Instagram and Facebook, but it's a good time tonight. So to give you the schedule of events that's going to take place today from 4 till – I mean, it's already starting now, but the meet and greets real officially from 4 until 8 p.m. tonight, Friday at the west side parking lot of the Orleans Hotel and Casino at 8 o'clock we all gather up and cruise the strip. Now we're doing just a south end strip cruise, which is what we've done throughout the years. It's easy, it's on, it's plenty of lights, lots of cool footage of your car going on the strip, and plenty of people to gawk at it while you do that. Um, some of you guys want to break off and do a little longer cruise. Hey, it's, there's more to you, but once you go uh, 
north of Harmon Boulevard or past city center, it gets pretty congested, especially with the F1 stuff going on right now. But I don't see any problem on the south end. The south end of the strip that we've done for so many years so far, it's just going to be a continued fantastic time. So I am really, uh, man, I can't tell you guys how excited I am for this weekend. And, and more importantly, excited I am to see so many people making friendships and having a good time and making memories because that's what these events are all about is having a good experience, a good memory, and being able to you know connect with other VW people. So it's awesome. Uh, Saturday's events are going to kick off. Uh, rolling for the car shows will be at 7 a.m. Car show goes from approximately 8, 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. We're going to pick a top 20, and then we're going to pick a best of show. Uh, and, and this year what we're doing that's something cool is I'm using Car Show Pro, and every car's got a placard in the window, has a QR code, and every anyone can vote for anyone's car. So when we're talking people's choice, it's easy, it's cool, it's it's um, so it's so convenient to do. And the cool part, because we're by a casino, you get a lot of drifters from the casino. Just Well, I don't want to say drifters, but <laughs> people that are at the, patronizing the hotel that can dip in and out, stop by and take a look at some cars. They can whip out their phone, snatch the QR code, and bingo, give you a vote. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how this turns out this year. It's, it's a genuine people's choice, and I love it. Um, we're also going to have a few people going around and making sure that you know, putting their picks in for what we like. So that's going to go from eight till one. And we take a break from one o'clock. All the cars stay there. So feel free, come by, look at the car. Some of the local guys might bag it up and go home, but the majority of people are here are from out of state. Leave your car in its place, hang out, continue to enjoy the weekend. Um, the, the hotel is providing some low cost beverages out front and uh, they're, they're really catered to it pretty good. We've got some shade out there. Go inside the casino, play you some Let's Talk Dubs bonus poker. See if you guys are coming ahead. And uh, at 5.30, we kick off the one crazy weekend, world-famous poker run. And it's gonna, the weather is perfect. It cannot be better than it is today. And uh, that's where we're going to have. This year, it's a lot bigger than it was last year. I'll, just tell, you, <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. So it's going to be wild. Uh, there's a lot of cars involved in it. We're going to keep it safe, keep it cool. We used to have a really long uh, trip out to Finley Volkswagen, and we've loved Finley Volkswagen for their support, but it's such a distance out there that it, it adds about 12 miles round trip to the poker run, which sometimes for some people it gets a little, uh, it, depending on the way the routes are, it gets a little um, longer. But George came up with a great idea. Uh, I was trying to find an iconic Vegas location and George had some ideas and we, we talked about it, went over there, checked it out. And we've got a fantastic spot at the top parking garage on the east side of the Gold Coast Hotel and Casino. That's where all the cars during the poker run, when they come to get their poker card at that stop, when they pull up, they will get parked as a giant group and a shot of all their cars with a huge backdrop of the whole city on the uh, south end of the strip. So it's super rad. Lots of cool stuff, man. So I'm excited. If you guys, uh, again, if you're not here, get here because it's a good time. The cruise that we do Friday night, there's no cost for that. The cost for the for the cost for the car show is 30 bucks. You get for your 30 bucks, you get a poster, you get a wristband, you get a sticker pack and a poker chip. I don't know what more you want for that. 30 bucks. You're getting 30 bucks right there worth of souvenirs. Poker run costs you 50 bucks. My mom pays 50 bucks because 
because we give away the money we take in, we're going to be, uh, it's 50 bucks and it's a great time. You can't, I mean, listen, you can pay, uh, you pay more for lesser experiences, but this is uh, one off the chain experience. It's so good that the people that come to this event, they tell their friends and their friends come. And this has been an event that's grown organically since the beginning of the start in 2019. I'm hyped. You should be hyped and let's get ready to go for one crazy weekend this weekend here in Las Vegas. So all you guys that are driving, man, shout out to you guys. I was talking to some of my guys in Sacramento. These dudes had 12 cars loaded. They they were coming out baller status. We've heard we talk about it on the podcast. The way to do it is split a car hauler with some buddies. Get your stuff down here. No stress. Fly in. Get your car delivered. Unload it. Cruise around for the weekend and ship them back. These guys up there in Sacramento had three car haulers show up. Loaded all the Volkswagens on there, and then the dudes tried to strong arm and negotiate, man. That's dirty business. I'm find out who this company is, and it's not cool to do that to people, man. That's the worst thing you can do. And if there's any people listening to this podcast that are in auto transport or any of that kind of stuff, and you guys are legit, and you hold to your prices, and you do all that stuff, get me your number because I'll blast it out to all the VW people that want to make it to one crazy weekend. And we'll get you some business because that's a dirty pool, man, to do that stuff right there. If I can't borrow sand from my boys on the East Coast, that's dirty pool. And uh, that's that not good, man. My, my boy sent me some pictures of all the cars on haulers. And he said, dude, we were loaded up, getting ready to roll out. All these cars were getting shipped down there for the one crazy weekend. And these dudes try to crazy raise our prices. So, uh, you know, it's a crazy world out there. So that's unfortunate, but those guys are still headed down, even though they don't got cars, which really bums me out because uh, this is a driving event. <laughs> if uh, the, the car show is is the car show to have some cars displayed, everybody gets some time. But it, it's I want to emphasize this is more about the people and the experience. Uh, the car show we do is to recognize some of the hard work that people have done in their cars that they've showed off. The real cherry on top is being able to drive your car with other VW enthusiasts in this world famous city that sometimes people don't get a chance to do. And me and all the other people that are involved that I've mentioned before, we help to put that on so you guys can have that experience. So, um, yeah, it's crazy. I'm beat. I'm tired and I'm, I'm tired and so excited. I woke up this morning. I've been waking up every day at 4.30 just amped up and ready for what I didn't plan for and what I got to look for and all this good stuff. But it's going to be a great weekend, man. And fittingly enough, I'm going to be doing today's podcast is going to be Niels from Air Mighty. Now, and Niels is a guy that uh, he's been in the game for a long time, uh, puts out Air Mighty magazine. There's a lot of stuff that you'll learn where the name of this comes from, where the name of that comes from. And, and he started, you know, Air Mighty magazine back in the day the website and uh yeah magazine's a magazine and there's a lot there's a lot of history there and a lot of things i didn't know about niels and I, i'll tell you when i went to his show in the netherlands it inspired me to really look at how we do our event down here and it gave me some motivation some cool ideas and that's really what the hobby's about you know whether you're, I, I, you know, I tell the story that, that when I was at the Classic and I saw Randy Gates' split window and I was just like, it just, it, that's right. it's a joke he said to my buddies, bro, my car's done, it's going to be so dope, you can be so mad, you turn over and punch your buddy. You'd be like, I can't believe this dude did that. That's the experience I had when I saw Randy Gates' split window. I was so blown out of the water of how unbelievably clean that car was that I was like, 
dude, I'm building some, I need to build something on that level because it inspired me. Same thing happened when I went to Neil's show in, uh, Eschen Day, I think it is, in uh, the Netherlands. And I went to that show and I just saw the way the vibe looked inside. And I thought, man, we got to up our game. So little by little, we're working on that. Um, Niels is a, a master of branding and getting his name out there. And that show, the way it's all laid out, it just looks unbelievable. So um, it inspired me to, to make some more uh, some more changes here in our event and and that's really what the hobby's about when i look at it i look at what things do you see that inspire you to go home and hit it harder and do something and add some tweaks and, and make some adjustments and do all these things you know that's what this hobby does it's like everything pushes everybody else to dig a little deeper and all the inspiration we get from different places you see this on that card it gives you a little inspiration you put your own twist on it and you do it and that's my favorite part of this hobby is just the originality that's spurred on by other people that give you ideas, that motivate you, that push you to do a little something different, do a little something better on your car. And it's it's what it's all about. And I'm, I'm rambling here. Maybe I'm delirious. I don't think so. I'm just, I, got a, I got a crap eating grin on my face because today's gonna be, I'm exhausted and it's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be fantastic to see all those faces of all the people that since day one have been coming out. And I'm talking about uh, my guys from the Bay, the Limnios crew. I've been, I'm talking about Lionel and Tristan. I'm talking about uh, Critter. I'm talking about, about oh, all, I'm in my head spin right now, so if I forgot you, not my mistake. <laughs> but you know who you are. The people that were here since day one, the original, the original one crazy weekend, and they still come today. And they make it a point to be at this event because they have so much fun. And I just want to thank those guys because it means a lot to me that, you know, it's something that my brother and I had this idea that we're going to get something going. And it was like, let's do it. So we did it. And the first one turned out in the middle of <laughs> the pandemic and it was pretty good. And it's just kept growing from there. So I'm excited to see what next year holds. Even the hotel is uh, wanting to have a meeting with us because it's continuing to keep growing and they see there's value in making sure that they keep one crazy weekend happening at their property. We're excited to partner with the Orleans. They've been nothing but awesome with us. And the discussions that are happening this year with people that are here from the East Coast, people that are here from everywhere across the planet, we've got big plans for this event to just keep getting bigger and better. So shout out to my people coming up from Bakersfield, coming up from Tucson, Phoenix, uh, Salt Lake. Um, we got people coming in from Denver. I got people coming in from, uh, from Niagara Falls area. I got, <laughs> I got people coming in from everywhere and I'm excited to see everybody. So it's a crazy weekend. If you see me, um, make sure you say hi. And I'm looking forward to meeting all of you, especially a lot of you listeners out there that have been messaging me. And I wanted to give a shout out real quick. Because you know you get a shout out on the podcast. If you give a five-star review on Apple Podcast, and Larry gets a shout out today. He says, Bill T, it's your boy Larry in Houston. We met briefly at the ID Buzz Show in Huntington Beach, and I mentioned I'd be flying in for one crazy weekend. I've had it on the calendar, and the podcast got me hyped. The stories of the Euro and Hawaii trip were dope, and you and George had me rolling with the banter. Keep up the good work, my brother. Loving it. And so that's from Gary, from Larry. 56 oval rag is his handle and 
He's coming in from Texas. Uh, there's uh, man, I, I you just got to be here to experience it. There's plenty of cool people here. You guys come here guaranteed to make friends. If you're thin on the friend list, come to one crazy weekend. There's no shortage of new friends here waiting to meet you. So, whew. What else do I got to tell you? I got to tell you, don't forget to support our sponsors. Ross Wolf, they drove down last night. They've been doing a long haul. So Ross Wolf will be out here at the show. We've got um, Eric Arnold to be out here selling his Dubs and Dogs book and his calendars. We've got uh, Eric Allred's coming out. He's got a vendor space. Um, VW Trends will be out here. Don't forget to support those that support your favorite podcast. So, it's not that far if you're in SoCal, if you're in Phoenix, if you're, if, heck, if you're in Reno, dude, hop a plane. It ain't that much. Vegas is cheap to get to. Uh, you sleep in somebody's car, we can range that. I mean, there's a lot, listen, there's a lot of people. The weather's perfect. You can be sleeping outside. So feel, <laughs> feel free. Do what it takes by hook or crook. Get down here. And uh, see that? My voice is getting blown out. So no one wants to hear that anymore. I appreciate all you guys. I can't express to you the love I feel this weekend for all the people that are coming down to have a great time here at One Crazy Weekend. If you miss this year, make sure you book it next year, and we will have dates coming up right after the show because the hotel wants to meet with us immediately. We pin down the dates, lock it in, and I will get you guys the room codes right away so that you guys can book your rooms for next year because that's what's been happening is as this event keeps growing, people keep locking it up, So, uh, and they give us plenty of, uh, plenty of, plenty of space here, so uh, I appreciate that. So... Without any further ado, guys, we're going to get into it today. One crazy weekend. It kicks off. Today's the day. No more waiting. Be here or don't be here. <laughs> but you're going to be sorry if you're not. They got. Come on, guys. We got slot. We got <laughs> bonus poker machines with Let's Talk Dubs. And the funniest thing. So one, someone sent me a picture last night from the machine, and it said typical Volkswagen fashion. And they showed me the Let's Talk Dubs logo, and the machine was out of service, and I was dying, man. Story of our lives. But you know what? In spite of that. It's the love that keeps us coming back to these crazy old cars that brought us all together in the first place. So we're going to get into it, guys. Neil's Air Mighty Magazine, Magazine Air Mighty website, uh, Niels Timmerman, this episode, this week on Let's Talk Dubs. You probably don't know that there's a new Volkswagen out that doesn't look like a Volkswagen. Okay, everybody. So on today's show, I'm here. I'm here again at the Air Mighty Show here in in Holland in Enschede. That's yeah. where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> Enschede. Yeah. Enschede. Yeah. Enschede. Yeah. Enschede. Yeah. Enschede, Holland, or you guys refer to it as Netherlands? Yeah, the Netherlands. Yeah. The Netherlands. That's, oh, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of discussions about that, but officially it's the Netherlands. The Netherlands. So, and I'm here with the man who makes it all happen, Niels, and its last name is. T- Timmerman. Timmerman. It means carpenter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. You, yeah. you come from a line of carpenters. Probably. <laughs> my, da- my dad's a house painter, so... Uh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Neil, I, uh, Niels, Niels, I've, been, I've yeah. been seeing you quite a bit. I think I first ran across 
And I don't know, I, at first I saw some stuff on the Samba and then it was linked to your Air Mighty site because yeah, just from my introduction to you, I saw Air Mighty, the website, all yeah. that stuff first, which was just an unbelievable photo gallery, right? <laughs> exactly. Which yeah, really was what was. Because it, yeah. it started as, as a as like a hobby for you or you yeah, were photographing for magazines no, up here? No, 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 no. No, it's, it's uh, all from hobby. I mean, uh, I'm... By trade, I'm a graphic designer and I like photography. Mm -hmm. So when I went to the shows, yeah, I took a lot of pictures. I started doing that when I was 15. And um, yeah, at some point there was no social media, no Facebook. We just had the forums like the Samba, but we right. had them in, in, in Holland and in Scandinavia and in Germany as well. And um, I thought, well, instead of printing them, let's buy a scanner because I didn't even have a digital camera yet. Oh. <laughs> so I took pictures, developed them, scanned them, and put them on a small website. Well, what year was that? That was, um, I think the first pictures were like 95. I was 15. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, that, and so that you had to be kind of computer savvy at that point to be able to scan them, upload, and then, cre yeah. and then create your own gallery online? Exactly. I it was all still, yeah, uh, as they, the web guys know, it was all HTML-based right. websites, you know, very basic. And I, I, yeah, I just scanned them in, put like a small logo. Air Mighty itself didn't even exist yet, so it was just had Niels Timmerman and with the date, and I uploaded the pictures. And it was kind of like a, my my gra I have a graphic design company mm -hmm. back, back in the day already, and then I just put it put them behind my website somewhere, and then I went into the forums and I linked the. Images so you just put there. a hidden link on the back exactly. side of your website. Exactly, it wasn't really, but I saw in the forums that oh, people were reacting on it because. Back in those days, it wasn't that easy to, to get you know, make your own online. website and get it online, and you had to do it through forums. But it's always on a different server. Well, you had to go to Imager, load the picture on Imager, yeah, something right? Like that. <laughs> it, was it, it was never in your own control. You know, yeah. if it's if it's on a forum, and 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 the, the webmaster decides to delete it, it's gone. So if you link it to other forums from that forum. Now he gets gone a lot everywhere. of traffic, and, right. but not to his website, but the pictures gain traffic and cost him data, blah, blah, blah. So I thought, well, you know what, I'm going to put them behind my own website, put them on the forums. That's how it went back in the day. And it started to gain traffic. And at some point it was like, hmm, maybe I need to give it a name. And where does the name Air Mighty come from? Well, <laughs> it's quite, quite funny because um, I was still living at my parents' place and I was... Um, literally sitting on the bed and there was this um, website back in the days and I think it was called allaircooled.com and it was yeah. like a huge list with all uh, air-cooled VW related websites and I thought okay uh, if I'm gonna think of a name it needs to start with an A because so it's I'm the top, top of the list yeah, yeah. Um, and then you look at all the names. Okay, it needs to be something creative. Everything blah, is blah. air cooled. This yeah, air cooled. Air, air cooled with a K. Air, yeah, you yeah. know everything. So, uh, but yeah, of course, A is on top. So, um, yeah, I don't know why or when, but at some point I was like, oh, air mighty, almighty. Yeah, that okay, that could work. So I, yeah, that's what I. Uh, so uh, kind, of, kind of off of the play of the almighty type thing, but yeah, air mighty. It, that, that's where it comes from. Almighty, yeah. yeah, and then air mighty. That that's the the the. the yeah, the, the, what I played with. Yeah. And uh, uh, some friends of mine, still friends, I mean, long-time friends, they had names like uh, Folks Addiction, you know, and right. stuff like that. And, and many, many uh, guys had, like, combined names. And, yeah, that's that's what I went for back in the day as well. So that's where Air Mighty came from, from the Almighty Volkswagen, Air Mighty. 
And then, yeah, it was on top, and I started to use that logo on the pictures, started sharing it, and I was like, okay, maybe I need to do a website now. Still low profile, but my intention, and it still is, was to bring something new to the scene. Yeah. As in new pictures that I took, because at some point these blogs started to come, and everyone was blogging about Volkswagens, but... 80% 80% of the people were just taking other pictures, sharing them on their blog. So all the blogs had the same pictures and the yeah. same stuff, because you know, copy-paste, blah, blah, blah. I was and like, yeah, it, that doesn't add something for me. So I just took the, went to shows, photography was my hobby, took pictures, scanned them in, and at some point I got my first digital camera, of course. Uh, <laughs> you know, the 3.2 megapixel right. ones. Like, <laughs> but, and, and I started uploading them, and it gained traffic. Uh, so it worked, and then there were shows uh, that said, oh, do you want to take pictures at our show and upload them on the website So uh, and share them on the forums? So it started to get, well, I don't want to say professional, but it gained traffic, and no, that, that's how I started to go to the shows, and more as like a web. Right, like a, like yeah. a, like a, digital, a digital creator. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. Call it now. And, and then it was quite funny because I was at Drag Race events, and there were these magazine photographers with these huge cameras, with big lenses, and I was there with my very small <laughs> digital camera, standing next to them, zooming in and taking the pictures. And they were like, "Oh, what are you doing here?" I was like, "Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna use them for the website." Oh, okay, yeah. So it was a huge contrast, but it, it worked. And, yeah, uh, I did that for for many years, just for hobby. And um, uh, yeah. And at what point do you? So, well, so let's back up a little bit because this passion is fueled for your love of Volkswagens. Yeah. Now, the way we typically start the podcast, but it's good that we started with kind of getting the genesis of Air Mighty. Mm-hmm. We typically start the podcast with what's your VW story and how did you get into Volkswagens? Yeah. <laughs> well, if I really go back, back, it's uh, when it was on the back seat of my mom's bike going to school and there was one beetle standing at a house. I can't even remember where, but I can remember it. And it was on four blocks because the guy was working on it. Yeah. So I was standing there and I saw it and I thought it was a cool car. And there's not much I can remember from my youth, but I still can remember that, that I, it was a rat beetle. That's the only thing, I don't know which year or whatever, <laughs> but it was rat, so it kind of popped out. Um, I always like the beetle, my, my parents aren't anything car related whatsoever so no no nothing like that so uh, no oil stains on the on the driveway (laughs) you know so uh, um but my um my dad's uncle he was way into beetles so he heard about that i liked the cars and i just collected small beetle toys and stuff and um when i was 15 he said do you want to go with me to beetle which back in the day was the biggest uh, air code vw show in holland what was it called beetle Butyl, yeah, butyl. A lot of also American guys know it. it it's been around for years, but a couple of years ago it, it stopped, uh, and now it's Vanderhoy, part of the the organization now organizer Vanderhoy, which is a big show in Holland as well. Um, it was a full weekend as we normally used to do it in in Europe. You know, three yeah. days, Friday, Saturday, are- Sunday, two party evenings. Yeah, so um, I went there when I was fifteen. That was my first car show. And I, 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 and now you take pictures of the cars, but at that point it was still more like artistic photography as well. Right. Like, oh, there's a nice row of doors and two black and white pictures. And, but I, yeah, I still have the pictures. They're probably on my website somewhere still as well. 
1995 and yeah that's where it all started uh, when he, he took me there and, and then I wasn't out of the scene but I didn't have a car my parents weren't into it so shows were always far away so um, yeah when I was uh, um, uh, 19 I still was in school but my, yeah. my little brother he bought a VW bus Really? So yeah, he started working earlier than I, and he made some money, and he yeah, he's not into it as I am, especially not anymore. But in the beginning, his first car, he saw what I was doing. He was like, oh, I want to have a bus. He had big dreadlocks and stuff back in the yeah. days. He was like, I want to have you know blah blah blah. The hippie bus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So um, he he bought a bus, and that was we had our own transport, so we could start visiting um, VW shows. So that's what we did not as many as we do now but we we did some and um uh, then my uh, my girlfriend back in the days now my wife yeah. been together for a long long time uh she was on her the bus to high school and in our hometown she saw a beetle for sale and she i don't even i think she sent me a, a text message because more i don't know she just told to me i don't even think i had a phone yet i didn't even have a phone yet. She said, i saw a beetle for sale maybe you should look and that's how, when i bought my first beetle when i was uh, pretty old i guess for car guys i yeah. think i was 20 or something well it's a different culture here right like it's a, it's a little different than the states like you know we get cars i mean in the, in the i mean i bought my first car when i was 14 off yeah. a guy you know and it's definitely different you know, because we start driving at 16 over there. So yeah. that means, you know, Holland, like here, so, if yeah. you start driving at 18, you start sneaking driving at 16. Yeah. Right? But over in the States, we start sneaking around at 15, 14, you know, well, if, we're, if we're tall enough to reach the pedals, we start driving. That's it. And I guess space wise, there's not much sneaking, yeah, you not, know, not and driving here. around here. here. I mean, if you no, get there's caught no, in no time. Yeah. What, what's interesting here is, you know, if. It, like it's different like the 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 land the roads everything out here because in, in the states right if if you know that there's people that hang out on this street you can go two streets over and go the same direction yeah, yeah. over here they don't have oh, that no, like no, it's no. it's old goat trails they pave over that become a highway and they go yeah you know, to go to our hotel it's we different. have to make a, a big, <laughs> a yeah, big it's, loop it's around totally the hotel different. it's not like you can uh, get in a car and without a drive slice that will not work out here no, <laughs> no, no, no. maybe if you live a little bit more backwards like where, where the, the farmers area they, yeah. there's more spaces but that's not, not where i come from it, yeah i couldn't do that and i mean my parents wouldn't allow it either so and so i didn't have a car so yeah. so the first bug is what your bug <laughs> it's quite interesting it's uh, uh, uh 1303 19, yeah, super beetle yeah i had a super beetle it was my first one yeah nice. yeah I, if I saw it it was in my area it was solid and uh, and and i bought it and uh, uh the the guy who i bought it from it was from his mom but he, he was at the show today as well. Actually, he's from my area, but he had a split window Beetle 51, huge engine, Kalu style. Really? That's cool. So he said, oh, I'll take you for a drive. So immediately at that point, I was like even more hooked, like, oh, okay, we can do this as well. So yeah, I drove the 1303 for, uh, for a couple of years. At some point, I was like, ah, what am I going to do? Maybe customize it or not. Uh, I was young, you know, I was, I was still a trainee. I didn't make much money. I was still in school. Right. Um, uh, and at some point, it was a nice car. It was the paint and everything was. It was a nice, decent car. A good driver. I drove it daily. That was my only, my only transport. And at some point, uh, I wanted something older. And uh, the friends that I hang out with at that, at that stage, we were going to more and more shows. Um, he had a '60 Recto Beetle for sale, and I just wanted to have that one. It looked cool. It was mildly lower, the patina, original paint. 
And um, I bought that and I sold the 1303. Probably the only car I ever sold. But. Well, and you know, it's not like you would go and see German lookers at the show. You know what I mean? Mm. You would see a bunch of cow look cars and small window cars and things like this. And, yeah. and so you're like, oh, I got a Super Beetle and I want to be cool. And everybody wants to be older, but cool. But, you know, like you've got today, we've got two two cup cars out here. Yeah. And those those cars. One day I'm going to have a cup car. Oh, yeah. That's and, really and I think that, they're... they're Proper cool, but yeah. it depends on how you style and what right. you do with it, you know. And yeah, I don't know. At that point, I was going to several car shows, and, and when you're there, you see what they do. Right. And, and, and yeah, in my opinion, um, I don't want to say the older the better. Don't get me wrong, but I'm I'm a I'm a graphic designer by trade. So from a designer perspective, I would say the older the better because the lines in the like the split window. Beatles, those that was all about the design, right? You know, the design, yeah. and later on it was all safety and blah blah. Right, blah. You, you saw how the you, you saw how the, the the corporate aspect of automobile started to change the design. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I I'm I don't even know if it's true if this is one of the designers' uh, thoughts about it, but that's how I look at it. If you look at split window Beetle from the front to the uh, the engine, you know. Mm -hmm. Let's start at the VW logo. Yeah, VW, and then you follow the lines down the front hood. They go back to the A pillars mm -hmm. over the roof. They go down towards the engine into the the, the, the W. You know, yeah. that, that, that's all really well thought of. You know, from the logo to the engine, from everything's. And later on, all that stuff disappeared. You know, and and so in, from. That's what I like with the older the better because everything's, it's not about safety. The older the more style. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, that's how they designed it. Later on, it got developed. Right, they st they started with the f the fashion first and then made it function. Yeah, function, bigger windows, bigger bumpers, more safety, bigger tail lights, bigger. You know, I mean, yeah, they didn't put on blinkers. I mean, uh, the the most beautiful part on a especially a split window Beetle in this case, is the front. In my opinion, the the, the front fender yeah because if you stand on top of it and you look downwards and you see the headlight and the huge yeah bulb going down and i know it's it just yeah. looks so sexy yeah, yeah it's but, got and, a, and it's later got on it shape. just got round and bigger and yeah that's a, yeah that, that's that's my opinion so no. not older better but older and better looking that's right but that, more yeah. style more yeah, more yeah. more design influence above exactly. everything else exactly so at that point i wanted to have an older beetle and eventually i sold the 1303 and uh and i got my 60 beetle you still uh, have the 60 i still beetle? have the 60 beetle yeah many people will probably know i lowered it a little bit more i put original spin stars on it and i had a black flash trim on it um and it, I still have it. It's the only car that needs to be restored because I drove the, I'm not sure if I can say, but I drove the shit out. Yeah. I drove it everywhere. <laughs> and, um, so yeah. once you got that Beetle, did you, so you get the Beetle, what year is this? That's a 60. No, no, what year is it? What year is it you oh, get the Beetle? that's a, probably 2000. 2002. So at this time, Air Mighty's already, Air Mighty the just is getting was, established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you're on your mission to, I got my Beetle. Now I'm t driving my Beetle to these shows and I'm going to start taking pictures. Yeah, yeah. I already took the pictures because it was, you know, to, to, that I was uh, 15. That was 1995. So it was already six years kind of in the scene and I was right. still in it. So 
pictures were already t taken uh, and, and I started doing that more because I had the car and you, you learn to you know you start to know people and then oh let's go to this show that show and yeah so it just started to get more and more and, and I always took pictures I always had my camera with me and I uploaded them and yeah back in the days it was kind of like a sport you know you went to the show and then you got home tired but you wanted to be the first the one first to have one. the pictures online, put them on the forums, gain some traffic, blah, blah, blah. So till middle of the night, you were working on the pictures, and Monday morning, you need to be in school again. And, you know, it was, it was fun. It was kind of like a, a game or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I've been doing that for many years. Yeah. And since then, you've, I mean, you've got a, a collection of cars now. you got a few cars. Yeah. What's your, what's your lineup that you have now? As far as uh, uh, we have, uh, well, the 60 Beatles mm -hmm. still, um, my wife and I were married. So yeah, my wife, my, my wife drives a, um, uh, 68 Westie original nice. Dutch car. Uh, we have a 912 Porsche, which I got really lucky to, uh, yeah, the, the cars, to be honest, if we've been into this for a long time, so you get lucky at some point yeah. and, and then we we are lucky enough that we could grab the opportunity to buy something because if i look what we have now you I'm can't like, afford it no by far not it's yeah. like so yeah sometimes you, it, it gets normal you get used to it i mean everyone can relate to that that it gets used to it you know what you have in your garage and but it's sometimes you have you pinch yourself like okay still so, yeah 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 I, I, we were walking in and we walked past an early 9 11 and i'm talking with andy he goes this is a proper 911 and I said I had a 65 I bought it for $450 and it had rust around the back window complete car and I said eh, it's too rusty for me yeah. I got I and I parted it out yeah well exactly exactly when I was looking at, at 90 I wanted to have a uh, 911 the early the better again like we discussed right. and um, the, the money I was saving maybe like 200 euros a month you mm -hmm. know uh, and and they gained price like the, the 500 euro a month they got more expensive so i was like this is i'm not gonna you're never gonna to, catch i'm it. never gonna get one and then a good friend of mine he he had a good deal i sold one got it back and long story short he he offered it the 912 for for really 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 decent money and uh i had the the chat uh, with him and my wife was there and uh, i said well i need to think about it and uh, we walked away and she said hey Niels, why do you need to think about it? You've been saving up for this for years now. This is within your budget. We've seen the car because we, we went to his uh, place on vacation a couple of years before. W why do you want to sleep on it? Otherwise, you're never going to get one. And so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I gave him a phone call and 30 minutes later, we're sitting coffee and we kind of made the deal. And it was yeah. like, okay, if, I, if, if she was like, oh no, you know, it would never happen. I would now especially never had one. It yeah. was just before the hype that the cars got, the well, you, oh, got, got up. And, what and year is it? It's a, a, a 66 66, so short wheelbase 912. Yeah. And all the, what, what they consider long hood cars, which it's a long hood car. Yeah. Those have gone through the roof. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. The, the 912s I sold in 2005. I had a 67 912. I bought for 1200 complete car. And I sold it for $3,500, and I thought I really made a, a payday. Yeah. yeah, and meanwhile, five years later, that car was worth Ten double. Yeah, double. I mean, yeah. it was worth double, and then it kept going double, yeah, exactly. and it would double every exactly. five years. Yeah. And now, I mean, the, the 912s right now are selling for, 
you know, I've seen 912 selling for 60, yeah. you know, 50, 60,000 bucks for 912. Exactly, which is, exactly. And that to give you, I mean, I'm, I, I, I hate talking price, but to give you an idea, that would be five times yeah. which I ever paid for it. So, it's, it's insane. You know, it's, and, and it's, it feels a long time ago, but if you look at it, it's not really a long time ago. But it's, it's, yeah. And if they're nice cars, you know, and that's kind of the thing, right? When we start in this hobby, we try to get whatever we can. We don't care the condition. We just want yeah. an old car. Yeah. And the kind of the, the more we're around, the more we're looking for the most complete, the most, most original, original, the yeah. most, you know, the, the, the most least amount of work car yeah, to get because definitely. then you can do what you want to do to yeah. it. And then still have the car has some of that original soul to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, know. exactly. So you got the nine twelve. Yeah, you got the, the nine twelve, the ragtop, the Westy uh, from my wife. Uh, I have an original Dutch fifty one crotch cooler uh, Beetle. Um, I had I had two shells, uh, Beetle shells. I bought a Beetle shell because uh, a split window Beetle mm -hmm. crotch cooler one. I thought I'm never going to own one. So I bought a shell and I thought I'm just gonna start from scratch buying parts and see how far I can come. So I started buying some parts and then I got offered uh, another 50, or there was a 50, uh, yeah, 52 uh, body and a chassis. So I thought I'll buy it, I have the chassis and the body was not so good, but I had the doors and windows blah, blah. And then while looking for parts, you get in contact with people and it was one guy in a divorce, blah, 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 and I could buy a complete original Dutch 51 split window Beetle. And I was like, oh, and it was cheap. I was like, and it was running and driving. Okay, uh, what are we gonna do? Again, Marike, my wife, what are we gonna do? Well, you gotta do it. So yeah, we, we, we did it and uh, we bought that. But I had two shells. And what year is sitting. this? That's a, that's a 51. Uh, it's a 51 split, and what yeah. year did this happen? I, I don't know. That's probably that could be easily fifteen years ago. Yeah, maybe I sixteen. I, I I bought a fifty-one split window. This is typical Samba story. I bought a fifty-one split window for twelve thousand dollars, complete, running, driving, really really old restoration and not great stuff done to it. I paid twelve thousand and I go on the Samba said, hey, does anybody have a history on this car? And then someone posted a picture of the same the same ad yeah. and put thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> made me mad. And I bought it for twelve grand and I thought, man, I think I overpaid for this freaking yeah. car. I think I just paid too much. And yeah. this was two thousand two thousand seven yeah, when exactly. I bought that. Yeah, this will be around the same period. Yeah, yeah. and it was running dry. I paid twelve grand for it. It came out of Michigan. And I had my friend in Michigan look at it. I said, how does it look for rust? He said, for Michigan, it looks great. I didn't understand what that meant. I live in yeah, Las Vegas. We yeah. get cars, there's no rust. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, yeah. You know, but it, at the time, you know, even 2007, buying a split window for 12 grand for a complete car seemed like a lot of money. Yeah. You know, especially something you have to redo the whole car. Exactly. And, uh, and this was running, driving. And now that same car, if I didn't touch it and I just parked it right now, that would be $25,000 car all yeah, day, double yeah. the money and never touch easily, it. Easily. Yeah. This is, this, I got this cheap, this will, because the guy, like I say, was in a divorce and he needed to give half to his ex-wife mm. and I was like, I don't want to give her a lot, but I do want to have a, a newer Beetle, which I can drive daily back. So if I can buy that then I can give her as less money as possible. So, well, you kind of get how the deal was done. Yeah. So I was like, we hopped in the car, it was all the way in, in the south of Holland, but it was a no-brainer, so we picked it up. But yeah, I had the other two 
projects. So what do you do with those now? Well, I had them sitting for 13 years. (laughs) I was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. And a couple of years ago, I was like, if I'm not going to do anything with it, it, they will be still sitting in 15 years still. Right. So um, I decided to uh, build uh, an old speed racer. I didn't have an interior. I had a chassis. Uh, I had a gearbox. I had an engine. And I had the shell. Needed minor work with really solid shell. I had doors and, and bonnets. And none of it was perfect. But perfect to build an old speed racer, which I could build with very minimum budget right everything so you, you already had all the parts i had a lot of parts and stuff so and it also made me give me the the creative freedom to do build something and i don't need like an original interior and door panels and blah blah, blah because it's again a for racer. me expensive you know yeah. it's a razor whatever i just build it myself so we put half a roll cage in it and uh, i i um a friend of mine worked on the chassis, and I did the paintwork myself. Ask the painters, it looks like shit, but I'm really happy <laughs> with it. I did it myself. I was like, whatever, dude. I, I, I did it with spray cans. Spray cans? Original 2K yeah. lacquer spray cans. I got out of the, the my, 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 my office, out of my garage, and I saw the leprechauns in there, or like the... the I saw animals running around. It was high on the, on. I was like, whoa, I cannot even drive home. But I had to go home. It was two at night. You know, I did after work. And okay, so I, I bought a better mo- uh, face oh, mask the next day yeah. because <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't never done that before. It was a lot of fun doing. So, yeah, it, I painted it myself and we customized all the interior. And we got it finished for an ice race in, in Austria. So we took it on ice with spikes and just raced it. That's what I built it for. And yeah. just had a lot of fun with it. And other people are like, whoa, it, that, that's an original 52 matching number, Beetle. Why are you going to do it like that? Well, I never had the intention to sell it right. because I'm never going to get another one back. But I don't have all the funds to get a complete restoration make on it. perfect, it. right. So we only live once, right? Let's uh, get it done absolutely. and have fun with it. And we did several all-speed races with it and we drive it and... It's here now as well. It's an old speed. It's the it's the blue one out. Yeah, front. the blue one yeah, with I saw the black that. hood. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Number twelve on the side. I was just kind of go. I just saw your name on the side, and I thought, yeah. I, I, does he race that car? Is is that his car? And yeah. Then, so that answers that yeah, question for me. Exactly. So, but you know, it, it, you get that way sometimes, right? Like you'll just be building and saving, and then you get a better deal on a better project, yeah. something you have to do less work. Yeah. And then you hate to get rid of the stuff that you have exactly. if you I'm can really bad in- build something <laughs> and make it worth it. Yeah. yeah. So. You've got the, so so you've got a pretty good lineup of cars, yeah. and then you've got a you've got a bus too. Yeah, I have a '53 barn door bus. Um, and same that, story. Long you found that time. here? No, it comes from South America. I got it here, and uh, I, I I got a good deal on two buses. Long story short, I I sold or gave away uh, one of the buses, which was a, a panel van for the metalwork on this bus. So a good friend of mine, Paul Whisk in the UK, he did all the metalwork on it. He painted it. I got it back, and together with Marco, Marco Duval, a, f- a good friend of mine, we uh, did all the technique and, and made it drivable. Nice. Again, yeah, all we did it all by ourselves, and budgets were again limited but it worked you know it's far from perfect but it's a really good driver actually and, and i drive it a lot so uh we got it finished for our marriage in uh, in 2015 yeah and since then <laughs> i'm i'm more of a driver guy so i, yeah. I, I kind of never looked at it again i just started driving it and it during summer days it's just parked in front of my house and i drive it daily 
yeah and uh, and it, it runs really good and so yeah that that's um that's probably one of my favorite cars because it's not perfect yeah it, 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 it's uh, you know i've i've had a i've had a car that was perfect and they're very hard to own if you like to drive cars yeah because then you're just too much of a nervous wreck where you park, where you this, where you exactly. that. And it's more fun to just to have a door slammer. You get out, park it, yeah. you go do what you got to yeah. do, come yeah. back. Bring the kid to school or do groceries yeah. and park it in front of the house. And I'm not worrying that someone will take it. But yeah. So how did Air Mighty, the Air Mighty show come together? Because I've said, well, I know I got another question before that. So you start Air Mighty magazine. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple things here, right? Air Mighty, the magazine world is supposed to be dying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When I saw, well, I'm going to give you my, my impression. Uh -huh. Being an enthusiast, first time I saw Air Mighty, I thought, wow, that looks like the Rotter's Journal. Yeah. That That's looks like a high, quality, yeah. a high quality magazine. The price was four times the price of a magazine. Yeah. And I bought, every time I saw one, I bought one and I was like, these are cool. And I'm going to get these and there's, I mean, it, we're, we're going to break it all down, but for, from a, the average person, if you're listening to this and you don't have a copy of Air Mighty Megacine, Air Mighty Megacine. Yeah, we start, I thought, well, let's do Megacine because let's, you know, Megazine, it, it kind of, yeah. It's I a mean, play on yeah, words. Yeah, play on words again. But yeah. Nowadays, uh, we, we say Megazine just as it is as well. So, so uh, yeah. where did the inspiration come to start Air Mighty Magazine? Yeah. The Air Mighty Megazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, uh, I'm a graphic designer by trade. By so, the way, yeah. it's you've got the 50th issue out. Yeah. That's what they're celebrating with the plaques and stuff exactly, that are out here. Exactly. Issue 52 actually came out just before the show. But hey, you always need a reason to celebrate something, right? right so right. Issue, celebrating issue 50 at this year's show uh, sounded uh, no, probably it's, good. So, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's why all the golden banners and the little golden stickers and the golden wristbands and yeah. a lot of the top 20 awards are gold as well. So give it a little bit of an extra theme. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so from an enthusiast perspective, and clearly the decision is not a, it, it, it's not a business decision to start a magazine. Like no, I'm going to really, go no. <laughs> and start something that's in a, in a medium that everybody says is dying, but I believe that I can bring something to the table that's yeah. different. I, th I think that because as an enthusiast and a hobbyist, I have to look at it from the standpoint of like, he purely did this out of passion. Yeah. What, how did this idea come together for yeah. this? Yeah, well, uh, um, I'm a graphic designer by trade, so I'm o it's already in my line of work to do this kind of stuff. And I, 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 I've always worked as a sole main company, but I did some uh, magazine work already for a printing or a publishing company on freelance base. And you did a lot of articles for other magazines, right? Yeah, as well. In the, yeah, because I took a lot of pictures. And, well, can I use this? And yeah, whatever, you know, we just use it. Just spread the word. It's, it's right. You know, you got to do it together, right? And um, uh, so, yeah, the magazine business wasn't new for me, but it wasn't. I just did the layouts and stuff. But it, it was for, like, the pharmacy industry, like, mm -hmm. completely different magazines. Um, um, but the whole concept wasn't new. And we were on vacation, and I was... I'm more of a picture kind of guy, not like a big reader. Not a, not a, it sounds weird because I, I print a magazine and I'm not a big reader, but my first idea was, and you can read it as well in the zero issue, uh, if I say correctly, it's a zero or in the zero one issue, my editorial starts with the bigger picture, like willing to show the bigger picture. Right. Um, as in more pictures, 
less words give it like more <laughs> exclusive feel yeah kind of yeah. like that you know but it kind of didn't work because eventually we decided to do it in three languages so every story needs to be in three languages so it's kind of a lot of words but well and that, that was stories are short that way that was the interesting part to me because you decide you're going to start a magazine yeah and you're here in the netherlands and you think okay i'm going to start a magazine but the biggest market is the u.s market yeah, U.S. and the English Germany, market. Yeah, Germany is huge as well. And well, and I don't know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, so then, because I'm looking at it going, because the first time I look at it, I'm like, this is in three languages. Like, it's yeah. the same little text in three different languages. And I'm like, yeah, that's even more work. Yeah, of course. You have translators and, 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 and all that stuff. So the, when you thought of the magazine, you said that was one of the things that has to be in three languages? Uh, at first, I didn't. But then I, uh, I talked to several people, and it was like, oh, to make it work, like you say, how are you going to start a magazine in, 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 in a world which is getting more digital nowadays? Mm -hmm. So you have to have a bigger base to, to, to spread the word, literally. Um, and um, I mean, English is a huge language, French is a huge language, and German is a huge language. And not every French guy speaks English, you know, not every German speaks English, and well... Germans speaking French is even more rare and the other way around. So uh, in, in this area, that's the, the biggest three languages. So to get the magazine out here, it kind of felt logical to do it that way. And then again, willing to show the bigger picture, so more pictures, um, but still have three languages means that an article needs to be a little bit shorter, more compact compared right, to other more magazines. Right, more of the details, more less of the, of the fluff. Yeah, and it can be still fluff because it may, can make a car or the story interesting. Right. But, um, I mean, the technical specs are technical specs. They're facts. Right. You don't have to have it mentioned three times in English, German, and French. So we made like a spec box so people can look back. Okay, and they, how oh, the look uh, the stands on this car? How is it set up? Uh, this and that. Okay, and they can just find it in the in the technical spec box quickly because it doesn't add something if we have it three times in the story. Right. So um, so we yeah we we leave some of that stuff out to you know like you say fluff the article but make it more personal which is interesting I think, um, and then yeah three languages, bigger picture but also meaning one article is instead of in a regular magazine, sometimes five pages, we go up to 12 or maybe 14 pages. We uh, still want to have the same amount of cars in a magazine and show articles, meaning the magazine needs to be thicker. Um, so we go approximately around 172 pages. Uh, so quality for me as a graphic designer is the number one thing well yeah that, that i mean I, I worked i had offices in, t in printing companies and i saw a lot of printing work so it needs to be a certain quality and i think if you uh, having more pages makes it more expensive if you have more quality paper it makes it more expensive if you make it more expensive people are not going to buy it every month because it's just too expensive. So let's do a quarterly magazine. Okay, in three languages, blah, blah, blah. Luckily, a quarterly magazine, because it's a lot of work. I could not get it done every month, let's yeah. be honest. So, um, but yeah, uh, uh, um, every quarterly, 172 pages. It's still the same amount of pages uh, compared to if you combined the other magazines right. uh, 13 years ago, spread out over three months. Um, but the only benefit was we only print once, meaning we, are, we 
have advertisers in there, and but they have one page every quarter, and they don't have three pages if you count them all together. You right. know, like three loose magazines, all with advertisement. So they have three times the same advertisement in in those three magazines, but the amount of pages is still the same. So it gives us a little bit more pages for articles. Of course, advertising space is a little bit more expensive, but it's the same if you look uh, over the three months combined in one quarterly magazine. And I think with the quality magazine, like you said, the Reuters Journal, that makes people eager to have it. Sure. And every three months it's like, oh yeah, why not? I just want to have the collection complete. So I think for the advertisers, for the also for the the, car, the the people who build their cars, they get a proper page layout feature with big pictures. Yeah, you work stuff. so hard on your car to get like one picture in color and five in black and white. Well, it's a yeah, little, so yeah. it's, it's a big difference. So I think it all adds up. And of course, you try to think of a lot of uh, uh, um, positives and negatives uh, while you get the idea working, but it also kind of develops while you're working on it. And, and yeah, the, the zero issue came out. Why the zero issue? Because I had no idea if the whole idea would work. Right. So it, the zero issue is kind of like a like a prototype to say it in car away. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, well, what's going to happen? Let's see, zero issue. And yeah, uh, companies, luckily, uh, uh, Volkswagen companies, they, they liked the idea, they supported it, they still support it, which is a huge I mean, I re really respect that. And without that, it's not possible. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We need the advertiser. It's, uh, yeah. Well, it's the, the you know, in the, in, in the, in the magazine business, it, there's a balance between advertising for revenue and subscription base for, because the subscribers are what the advertisers are looking for. And yeah. it's like, you need both parties. You need both parties. I think you need everything. Yeah. In my opinion, um, people build cars. They want to have them featured because that's what they, they want to have them showed at the show. Uh, ad, advertisers are companies who are willing to sell. So if you show good cars, and peop, other people want to build those cars, they need to have, buy parts from the companies. Uh, people drive their cars to the shows. They break down or whatever, or they want to build it to get it here. So, you know, you have your, your partners to support the show. And eventually people drive here, they need to Part, so they support the companies so I always say support the ones who support the scene yeah um, but it's like a visual circle you I think you all need each other I mean if there's no shows and people are not going to drive the cars out they will not break down you will right. not sell parts you know it's just it's of course it's a long story cut really yeah. short back to basic but right. I think that's kind of how it works everyone needs to work together to make it all happen i mean a show like this is not a show oh you have no cars you, yeah you, know? you you have a staff I'm, I'm impressed by the amount of people that you have helping the show and one of the things you know because i look at everything I, I put on a show in vegas and mine is less of a show more of an a weekend event yeah. right there's yeah. a, a strip cruise a car like a a car show just to have a car show yeah. on on the day and then there's uh, a, a poker run on Friday night. So yeah. it's more, and, and again, I'm in Las Vegas. There's a million things to yeah, do. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you're competing with I that. So stand out. Yeah. yeah I, so I make it where it's like VW people can bring their wives and everybody to Las Vegas. They can hang out with their buddies for yeah. a little bit, go hang out with the wife back with their buddies. And this event, because you got to come all the way out here to this event. Yeah. What you've done a great job is is branding. I walk in, I said, man, he really brands his, yeah, he brands himself. Well, thing, that's yeah. what I said, he yeah. brands himself so yeah. well. Yeah. And then 
you know, the, 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 and we'll get to the show in a minute, but I saw mm-hmm. a, a question on the magazine. When you started doing the magazine, did you get any pushback from anybody or did anybody that, 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 that you were friendly with kind of look at you and say, oh, you're going to be competing with me now? Like, what's good? Did you get any of that? Or, yeah, of course. Or everybody was really supportive? Because it's, no. re- it's interesting when you think, you know, when, when, when your drive and your intention is to do something to, 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 to make the scene better, yeah. to, to say, hey, listen, you know, I have a business back, back home where I, what I do, you know, and, I, and I'm in a construction field and I do things, but I look at everything like you do through a business standpoint. And when I look at things in the VW world and I go, why are they doing that this way? It would be so much better if they did it properly because yeah. they're, they're losing focus. Who's the customer? Yeah. What is the goal? You yeah. know what I mean? And the goal mm-hmm. is, you know, to put on an event to drive people to go there. So what was it like when you first came out with the issue zero and, and, and all of a sudden you're thinking, I'm going to hand this to the guy. He's going to be really excited. He looks at me like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because yeah. it, it was kind of weird, a little awkward. Yeah, or? well, I mean, at, at first, the, the first show where we came out, a lot of people were just enthusiastic about it. They, and I, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, but immediately people were like, can I subscribe? Can I get it? Blah, blah, blah. So it was good. I mean, I year- mean, for years you've been building up a reputation there. The phone, the pictures I have of my carbon cab on my phone are yeah. off of Air Mighty's yeah, yeah, website yeah. Yeah. because you took some, re- you took really cool pictures of my bus, and I was yeah. like, oh, I'll save these pictures of my bus. Yeah. So you have an eye for taking the picture. So you already have a history for years exactly. of delivering. Exactly. Like before I, we actually had the first magazine in hands, I was in the scene, active with the name Air Mighty itself for a little over ten years already. So the name, what people knew the name, but they didn't knew that, that I was going to do a magazine. Right. Um, so yeah, at some point I started talking about it, and there's a, a winter fest uh, in in Holland in January, and that was the goal to get the zero issue printed. And and I was there with my friends who are still here now, helping me out with this show, and we 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 put together a small stand at one magazine, two cars that were in the magazine next to it. Well, let's see what happens. Let's see what people are gonna if they're gonna like it. And I was like, whoa, people want to subscribe. How are we gonna do that? Uh, let's get pen and paper. You're thinking like, uh, I'm uh, just gonna, gonna put happen? one issue. Yeah, I, I <laughs> zero no issue idea. zero. I had no idea, but we also got the support from from many companies here in Europe. They were like, oh yeah, let's give it a try, and they still support the magazine nowadays, which is amazing. And and yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit like, um, maybe for me it feels overwhelmed. I don't know. Uh, I, it's, it's, I don't know how people look at me as a person, or I don't. It, it, it's, but I got the support from the businesses and from the crowd. Yeah. And um, yeah, that that I had my I had a full time job as a freelance graphic designer next to it. So this was just an extra big job. That's how I saw it's it. It's a it's a big you know, undertaking. Yeah, it is. But I did it next to my work for probably eight years still as a hobby as kind of like a hobby right of course it, it wasn't a hobby anymore at that point because you know you, you were pretty serious with subscriptions and 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 i mean it was serious business but i didn't want to let go my my graphic design work because yeah it's it still it's, it feels uncertain you know right but at some point i, I was so busy with it that with the I, magazine with the magazine i was like okay i i need to stop with the to work for the publishing company to to uh, let those other magazines go because it was just night work constantly okay so i stopped and it was a monthly income which i let go and i was like okay 
Marike, what do you think? <laughs> you know, we're going to, let's do that. Let's and when was this? That will probably be 2000. I started in the magazine in 2010, so it will probably be 2017 or something. And, so and I still do graphic design work now. Freelance. But, but yeah, freelance. On call. Like yeah, but those are like more smaller uh, uh, Fill-in jobs. jobs. Yeah, the, so because the other magazines, they were like monthly. So I, I was very busy with those deadlines every month. Yeah. Uh, and, and I can, you know, I could have managed to do it all together. And the other jobs, I can do like in between. Uh, and now at this point, I would say Air Mighty magazine or the whole thing with the shows. Well, around the shows is different. Around the shows is 200%. I mean, the last one and a half month, uh, I went to bed at 3 o'clock, 3.30 yeah. at night, and then job magazine and then show again and it's a lot but it's just temporary right and but normally it's it's the, the magazine itself would probably take 80% of my daily work and the other 20% is the graphic design work which I still like doing because it's something completely different right different companies different people and different mind on on design it's know. like a fresh it's like it's, it, like, it's, it's like ginger when you're eating yeah. sushi it cleans your palate yeah, exactly. and you think fresh again exactly and yeah. of course i have a lot of the, the design work uh, coming out of the vw scene as well nowadays because companies see what you do and then oh can you do my business card or my logo or whatever which is cool as well but you, you kind of get out of the Hermity thing because the Hermity thing like you said the branding and everything i'm it's it's a brand it's a, so it has a kind of style And at some point, it's good to work on a different style, right. a different company, to say it like that. So uh, it's, it gives you a fresh, fresh mind on, on stuff. So in, 2000, in 2017, you just let go of your full-time thing and decided to gear into the magazine yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's, I mean, and then you get COVID. To, the COVID oh, comes yeah. in two years later. Yeah, that was convenient. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, but, you, you know, I, I think there's something to be said for you have such a passion for what you do you're willing to take a risk and to have a supportive spouse, a wife yeah, that yeah, says, yeah. Hey, I think you can, you know, she believes in you that you yeah. can do it. You need with that little extra boost of support. It makes a big difference, you Definitely. know, which, which is just unbelievably helpful because I have friends that have spouses that are not so supportive. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I have the same, I have the same, my wife is really supportive and yeah. you know, it, it just becomes something to where, you know, uh, it helps you push through to, to achieve the things you want to. Yeah. And, and the crazy part is from my perspective, I've, I've seen your motivation as purely a love for the hobby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you can do something that you love and, and really kind of start being a part of it, then it just becomes more fulfilling as much as it's a job, but it's a fun job. It's a job you love to yeah. do. Oh yeah, I don't mind working nights because I, I get a lot of positive energy out of it, you know? Yeah. And and when you rock around here and people are like, oh, you did it again, it looks so cool. And, and, and when show cars enter the show, and I'm glad that they're here because we need cars to for the show, but the car owners are like, oh, thank you for inviting me and having me here. I'm like, whoa, that, for me that feels the other way around, you know, yeah. I'm happy that you're here, but they are happy that they can be here. And I'm like, oh, okay. That for me, it's still kind of like uh, something I can't believe or something, you yeah. know. But uh, th that, yeah, like I said, I don't know how people look at me, but I just love doing all this stuff. No, I mean, listen, I, 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 yeah. I can tell you, I can tell you from afar, you know, just, you know, we've never really met, sat down, talked. Like, this is the longest we've had a conversation. Yeah, and, yeah. but, but this is, 
you know, it, it's also one of those things where it gives me the opportunity to have you sit down with me and we talk about it. And not only I get to know you, but all these people that don't know the name or the face behind Air Mighty Magazine and, yeah. and, and the history behind it. That's the part that's important to me that, that, that I've been able to contribute to the scene. And again, it's something, the last thing I needed was one more thing to do. Yeah, no, You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's like, here I am, I flew halfway across the world because yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to come here, see some friends. And I thought, while I'm there, I'm gonna get some podcasts for my pot. Because yeah. our scene ever since the internet has become this global scene to yeah. where it's like, yeah, oh yeah, I, I know this guy from the Netherlands. I see him at all the events. And then I, I remember one time when I came to the first Volksworld show, I had, set a, I had sold a set of Porsche Fuchs negotiating with a guy with an English accent yeah. at Pomona Swap Meet. And then I come two years later to, to uh, Volksworld and I see the guy and I'm like, hey, I sold you those alloys back yeah. in Pomona. You know, but it's like you see the scene gets so much smaller when oh, yeah. people realize yeah. it's, you know, it, it, you know, go out and experience the scene all over the world. And it's, you find the same people, people exactly. that are passionate about what they do, that they love the hobby so much that they're willing to yeah, sometimes risk yeah. things to yeah. do it, you know? So yeah. I, this, you've done a great job with, with the magazine and you know, the show, let's talk about the show for a minute. Yeah. Cause the magazine wasn't enough. Right. So <laughs> it's like you thought, what was What was the idea behind the show? Yeah. And it, was there ever a big show here before? No, not like this. And this is not a place that's on the way to anywhere. You have to come here. Oh yeah. It's not between two big cities. No. Right. So no. to put a, sh that's a big risk, right? To put it on is. a show yeah, here in your town. Yeah. And well, for me, it's even one hour and fifteen minutes drive to get here. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's an hour and a half yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with the and and I, so I'm guessing you picked here because of the venue. I well, it's it's a funny story as well, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, it, like you say, the magazine and and passionate about. I've been doing together with friends some smaller from a cruise night to a car wash night mm -hmm. just for fun, you know, one evening or a couple of hours get together, blah blah blah. And then we started a small uh, uh, picnic event and it went from one day to two days to three days. And at some point, the Barndoor Gathering, the uh, Vintage VW show, which I also organize, uh, it took place in 2014 mm -hmm. uh, and in 18. And I knew that in 19 or in 22, because it once every four years, but in 2019, I knew it couldn't take place at the venue where the first two editions took place. So I had to look for a new venue. But when you are, I just like organizing stuff. I don't know, I, I just like doing this. So then I, I, you have uh, something in, ha in your mind, like, okay, with the magazines and the cars we feature, how cool would it be to do like a concours kind of style show the magazine featured cars to the right. public, you know? And, and of course I know it, it will not be enough of cars, so let's get new built cars in there. And it also you know gives us the opportunity to see the cars and shoot them again, put them in the magazine. So it's, it's gonna be one big thing. Um, so I always have those things in mind and uh, they never go away. So uh, in 2019, friends of mine who live here, who do live here, uh, they um, they said, well, in our area, there's this cool old airbase with a huge strip, and I think that will be the good location for the, the barn door gathering. Yeah. So uh, I made an appointment, had a look, 
and, and immediately I knew it's like this feeling. I was like, yeah, this is a good spot for the barn gearing. So uh, I said, yeah, let's let's see what we can do. So we went back from that location, and they have this office. The, the event uh, manager, they have an office uh, right next to this hangar. So I parked the car and I saw the hangar. I was like, what's going on here? Well, yeah, we rented out for uh, like a place or a small car shows or gatherings or flea markets or whatsoever. I said, okay, okay, can I look inside? Yeah, of course, of course. So I went inside and I saw the, 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 the venue, the hangar, and, all that, and immediately I knew this could be the perfect spot for a, you know, the, the Air Mighty show, which I had in mind. So it was kind of a, a coincidence that I got here because of the Barno gathering. Yeah. Um, but I was like, okay, we need to talk even further. So that same day, I kind of agreed on two locations and I had no idea what was going to happen, if people were going to go for it, if partner or sponsor were going to go for it. But I was like, I like the idea. So yeah. if I like the idea, <laughs> probably other people will like the idea. So let's give it a go. So. Uh, uh, yeah, the Barnum gathering was 14, 18, and it took place in 22 again. So I thought, and it was 2019, so I thought, well, let's see if we can do the first Air Mighty show in 21, because then it doesn't clashes with the Barnum gathering in 22, and we can do 20, 23 again, because I'm doing this once every two years. There was already right every year to fill it up like this because you've got something every year to do. You've well, got Barn Door gathering, then you've got the other one, then you've, you've got yeah, this and then there's and one year nothing. Yeah. And then there's because the barn gathering is once every four years. Okay. And then the other one. So there's one year when there's nothing. That was the plan. <laughs> but right. then COVID came. So Hashish was Hashish Allendorf is also the vintage show and Beth Camberg is also a vintage show, all once every four years. So the barn gathering, the vintage show, I want I, I've been doing that also once every four years. So it doesn't you know, it, it work need to work together. So uh, Christian Grumman from Hessie's Ondor phoned me. He said, yeah, uh, Hessie's 21. It's not going to happen because of COVID. We, we want to go to 22. But you have the Barnum gathering in 22. Can you go to 23? And Mark Slotterman from uh, uh, about Cambridge wants to go to 24. I said, yeah, of course. We're going to do that. So meaning this year, because I already did the Air show in 21. Right. This year we had the Barnum gathering in May in 23 and this show in September in 23. It's far from ideal, especially with the volunteers, but also you need to get the partners and the sponsors. You know, you know what works business-wise, they have a budget for a year, and then here I am, okay, I have two big shows in one year. How yeah. are we going to do this? And, well, luckily they were like, well, we know you by now, so let's see what we can do, and they, they helped out. But I don't want to change the dates because uh, the other dates, 20, uh, uh, 22 and 24, will be the European Buggin again. So, you know, w that's also a big show, international show. Yeah. So I'm not going to do the Hermite show in those years because it will, it will be infecting them and me. And you don't want to clash. I mean, no, it, no, it doesn't matter. Because we I, see that happening in, in the States, right? It people, happens everywhere, people but it's will, not logical. People will ha have an event, and then they don't like the event, so they'll make an event the same day on yeah. the other. And, and it really and, and the people that suffer are the enthusiasts because well, they, they now need to decide they have where to, to go. 
Yeah, right. it doesn't matter. And no, it I doesn't agree. matter for and doesn't it, it's not good for the show organizer, it's not good for the public. It's everyone, not good for the scene. Everyone will miss out in every way. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree. And yeah. so I, I think it's I think it's smart that you guys on 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 this side over here kind of get together about your events, but your events also here are quite different. I mean, they're they're much bigger time-wise events and bigger time commitments. They're an entire weekend versus just yeah. a, just a half a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you know, it, it's different, but it's good that you guys are, are communicating as event promoters together because you realize yeah. they need you, you need them, everybody needs right? each other to That's make the scene yeah. to make the scene great. Yeah. So when your idea with Aramidi was like, I want to get the best of the best, bring them here. I'm going to bring them here near where I live. Yeah. And is this because geographically this works? It's close enough where people can, from London can come, close enough where people from Germany from, can come, and, and you're bringing some, some stuff to the Netherlands where maybe a lot of people here don't get out too far to yeah, look at stuff. Yeah, it's a coincidence I mean, as well. Like yeah. I said, looking for a new Barno mm -hmm. venue and then seeing this Hungara. That's like, a cool, okay, this is a super yeah, cool. That, that's my, I mean, and it's hard to find a proper good location, yeah. especially with parking. Uh, and, and, and for the barn together, we have camping ground as well. Yeah. So I, and, and the previous venue was an old industrial area. So I wanted to have something like that as well. But finding an old industrial area with camping grounds, it's and parking. not easy. And parking. Yeah. And this just fitted. And then I walked here and I saw the hunger. And I was like, yeah, this show needs to happen here. Because, you know, it's easy to talk with the location manager because you do several things as well. It's all fenced, which makes it for events easier to manage yeah um yeah so it had a lot of benefits and i mean location wise for me it's not ideal because for all the the appointments it's a long drive you know it, it will cost you half a day easily so you try to combine some in the area if, if, if i can combine some some uh, appointments I, i'll try to do that but it doesn't always work but uh, location wise it is pretty good because we're close to the german border so we and, and for Scandinavia, it's, it's an easy drive. I mean, for Scandinavians to go to Belgium for Spa or the Buggen, it's, it, they go, but it's a longer drive. So we see more Germans, more Scandinavians here. For the Brits, it's, it's, of course, it's a longer drive than EBI or whatever, but they, they, if, yeah, if people want to come, they come. But it, it, it's a different crowd, which is also good, because when the, 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 the Brits come over to show their show cars here, or the people from France, it's also a long drive for them, but if they come here to show their cars, they can show it to a completely new group people. of VW enthusiasts, because the guys from Germany and Scandinavia, they don't go always go to England or France to check out the cars. So it makes it interesting for everyone, I guess. But that's, um, n yeah, maybe dumb luck. No, I think it's worked or, out. Yeah, it, I, yeah. I think it's. I, I, I'm impressed with the event. I'm impressed with, because you feel like you know sometimes car shows feel like a bunch of cars parked in a parking lot, yeah, and it's not really not a show. Do, no. This feels like a car show. Yeah. This feels like something that's organized, that's put on, that's got cars to feature. The way the cars are set up, the yeah. way they're laid out. You know, there's a lot of thought. You can tell there's a lot of thought put into yeah. the way things are here. Where sometimes you have some events that just feel like they're just trying to jam as much as they can in yeah. one hall. Yeah. And and you, you can't the the angles you're looking at the car are not right. You can't, you can't see can't, the engines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't see. Yeah. yeah. The, all these cars here are really pretty high quality cars. Yes. I mean, cars that I could never own or build or whatever. But the people that put their energy, time, money in it to get a car like this. 
I think they need a proper stage, just like the magazine, you know, a yeah. proper amount of pages or a proper amount of pictures. And over here, a, a, a good uh, a podium, to say it like that, to display the car. So, um, yeah, they can show it to the passionate people that come here. And I think it works. Just give them the space, you know. It, I, I, of course, we can jam it in. We can put more cars in. But I think the, the quality... And the amount, it, I think it's good this way. Yeah, it's just my opinion, but I, it, quality. Yeah. No, but I, but I, I agree that I think quality is the best, the best aspect of yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there are a lot of guys that also say like, okay, I built this car at home, and maybe it's not the quality that you want at the show. And I, I really, I mean, putting on a show with the quality cars like this. In my opinion, it's not like the other cars are not good because I mean I don't even own cars like this, you know. Right. And I, would I love it? Yes. Would I drive it? No, because I would be scared. But um, I, I always, same as in the magazine, when when you're a kid, you know, and then you you go to the bookstore and you you grab a magazine and it's full of Ferraris, Lamborghinis, or whatever. It's like a dream car. Like whoa what if I ever have and could build this or that and I think with the magazine and maybe with the show it's the, it's the same like whoa look at this look at that idea what if we do it like this as well what if I could ever build a car like that it, it needs to have this wow effect instead of hey the car in my garage is better than this why is this at the show you know what I mean right. and it's not to disrespect because I definitely don't want to do I mean well people that know me they know but I think it's the wow effect, like, whoa, we could do, maybe do this as well, or if we, it, it it's kind of like a dream or something, you know, like a kid. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know how to explain. Yeah, yeah. no, I, yeah. but I, I think the good thing is the level of inspiration. Yeah. You know, you come in here, yeah. you get inspired, you see cool stuff. Uh, you know, there's cars in here that are not show cars, but yeah. they, they the cars themselves have a character. Like yeah, they, 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 they have, some kind of attitude. Correct. Yeah. Something where you're like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's a cool freaking car. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not always about, you know, I've always said that to people. It's, it's never always about like, it's got to be perfect. It's got to no. be this. It's got to have something. It's like art. You don't understand art until you see something that evokes an emotion from you. Like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? When, when you get a spike of like, man, I drive that. That's yeah. so cool. How good. I, I like how that guy got creative. I've never saw one of those cars and thought they were good looking. I would drive that yeah. one. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I think uh, I, I think you, I like the I like the venue put on here. I like that you've got the the VWs parking out front so yeah. they can park together as a group. Yeah. I like the way that you know it's it's a really nice setup. And if anybody's out thinking about coming to this event, I think you make make sure you get on the the calendar and take a look at uh, getting yourself some time booked out here to check the event out. It's, it's worth coming out here checking out some cool stuff for a day, meeting people. I think the the best thing about coming out here that I've that I've noticed from coming out over the past four or five times that I've been out here. To Europe is that just meeting the people? Yeah, you know it's what I mean. The most important thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. I but, mean, let's be real. You know, just let's downsize it. We are here for three days. The car owners are here for three days. At some point, you have seen the cars. Yeah. <laughs> but we are all together here, and you have a chat, and you have a beer, and you, know, you grab a pizza, whatsoever. You know, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Right. You know, the whole world comes together with people from Indonesia, Japan, America. You know. And, and it's, it's good to hang out. Eventually, that's what it's all about, I guess. And, uh, yeah. 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 I, I've, I've said this a million times on the podcast, but it's, 
it's fitting that the name is the people's car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you know I what I mean? Thought of that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it yeah. really yeah. boils it down to the, 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 the hobby is more about the people. And, and I've been into other cars and into other clubs and things like that with other type of vehicles. Yeah. And I've never met as cool people as I yeah. have in the VWC. Yeah, scene. I love the creative bunch of people uh, that are active in this scene. Yeah. Really cool. No, it's great. So what's next for, uh, what, 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 are, what should people, so if people want to subscribe to the magazine, where do they go? Uh, they go to uh, to our website, airmighty.com, uh-huh. and then to the web shop, and they can subscribe there or buy loose issues. Uh, we have a distributor list there as well, so we have several distributors in different countries that could save shipping costs. Yeah, so if you're uh, looking for, if you're trying to find your magazine that you're missing, yeah. you can go through that, locate your distributors, pick up your missing issues. Yeah. And then go to the website. You can subscribe. Yeah, buy back issues. Subscri- yeah. Subscribing for the people in the States is pretty... It's expensive. Shipping costs is, is a pain in the... Well, you know what I mean. But So uh, when you sell to distributors out there, so is it better for people to go buy from distributors than subscribing? or Eventually, it's cheaper to buy them loose, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But... Uh, I mean, we, we send out an, an, an amount, so at some point it's sold out. And if you subscribe, you're sure you will receive the magazine. And to, I mean, no one gets any profit from shipping costs. So we try right. to get them as low as possible. So what we do is we ship a huge amount to America. And from there, we try to distribute them so we can keep the subscribers' costs low as well. Right. So, yeah, we do our best to keep those costs as, to the minimum. And yeah. Have you been surprised with... The, the growth of the magazine, like how it's been received? Yeah, 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 it's, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean. I mean, from the, fir- say, I mean from the first we, issue. We've been doing 13, 14 years now with the magazine. I started in 10. It's, it's and in, in 2010, how many, how, many mega- how many magazine zeros did you pu- publish? Uh, well, because we it's, a, it's an investment. The first one you do with zero, you have to say, I'm going to put yeah. $15,000 to making yeah, a magazine. Easy, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a big investment yeah. on something that I hope they like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, um, like I said, I'm, I'm happy that we already got support from the companies in the scene because they knew that they, they knew who we are. Uh, so, um, yeah, you do need advertise to get like a base cost. And then it's a risk that you take. And I'm, I'm yeah, luckily happy that I can, you know, together with my partner, to, to with my wife, to... Um, to do this and take the risk and, and then put every time money and investment and energy in it to make it work. And and a lot of people say, oh, are you going to go to digital media now, blah, blah. No. I think there's something different with the, with the people of our generation that are enthusiasts in the hobby. You know, even when you come here, someone someone bought me a magazine that has one of my cars in it. And they said, hey, I bought this for you for a dollar. Yeah. But there's there's something for the people of our generation that are in the hobby that we were inspired by looking at magazines. We like the feel of a magazine. Yeah. We like the collectible aspect of Definitely. the magazine. Definitely. Like there's a lot of things for the hobbyist that check boxes. In other yeah. words, you know, all yeah, the things I mentioned. And after a show like this, I mean, there will be hundreds of pictures of anybody's car on the web yeah. and it's okay cool again okay cool again and if i mean there's a, a, a um, yeah it's like what do you bring to the table by doing more digital well exactly i mean there there's a there's a a, a a friend from japan taking pictures now and when those pictures end up in a japanese magazine and someone here at the show sees the report and his car is in a japanese magazine the value of that one picture is 100 times more than all those hundreds of pictures on facebook right 
they were like, whoa, I mean, so it I'm still in a Japanese has this <laughs> yeah. wow effect, you know, yeah. and it still works and it works. That's for everyone. Yeah. So, um, I agree. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, I go out and buy every issue that one of my cars are in like, oh, that's yeah. cool. I'm going to go that's get my, I got a small picture in this magazine or that yeah. magazine. So yeah. no, yeah. I think, I think it's a great thing you're doing here and, uh, anything, anything upcoming or you want to let people know that uh, that are on here or? uh well i'll i'll just keep on continue making the magazines uh, and, and in december we we have the uh, yearly portfolio again which we you know just pictures more pictures uh, but uh, by the people by the readers for the readers so everyone can cont contribute and yeah the more crazy cool artistic pictures we can in get in there the better um and then, yeah, this show again in two years. So we'll, it's always the third weekend in September. Every so, yeah, now it's 25 will be the next one. And then 27, those two dates are already pre-booked here. Uh, so, yeah, in that case, I'm, I'm really uh, dedicated to, to see if we can get it bigger and better and, I don't know, keep it growing. Yeah, I, I, listen, yeah. I think you're doing a great job. You've branded Air Mighty like nothing else you know what i mean especially nice. yeah. knowing that knowing where you come from or seeing your pictures online on your website yeah. and then for it to evolve into this i'm glad you can yeah. take this and turn it into something that you do that you love yeah that you can that that is what your job is yeah you know what i mean because yeah. it shows in in the it shows in the attention to detail and the things that you're doing out here in your yeah. show well, it's thanks. it's yeah. not something where sometimes you walk into a show and you're like yeah, they just want to get your money at the gate, yeah, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And yeah. I don't get that feeling here, honestly. I mean, and I'm not telling you this for any other reason than no. I'm a, I'm a VW guy that I come to a show and I think like, wow, this is a cool show. Yeah. And and what shows like this do, they inspire more people to try to do one more better thing at their right? show. That's and right, yeah. and that's and the same with your magazine. Yeah. If someone looks at your magazine and feels threatened, raise your, elevate your game. Yeah. And then everybody wins. And then everybody, like I said in the beginning, starts. To add stuff again right. to the scene and try to bring something new and keep it interesting for people to go out yeah i mean it, it, it's important just yeah. go out get out just go there visit it i mean this show i i do 200 percent my best to make it work and we have the best team of a total i mean they're not all here this weekend because everyone has their regular stuff but we have a team of passionate volunteers 65 people all friends that and family uh, that are into the Volkswagen scene um, and and I think it, it yeah people that get in here they feel it they know yeah. that they that people that the, the volunteers know what they are doing and I think it that that's a very important thing and then yeah just you know get here bring your car take it out drive it i mean having the visitors the air cold visit parking full it's fun for everyone to see it is you know is. And, and and at this show <laughs> at this show we have of course people need to pay entrance i mean it i wish it was free but it can be done for free right. i mean this venue security oh absolutely everything. i mean it's but if you bring your water cooled daily car you pay entrance parking if you bring your air-cooled VW, you have free parking. So I do try to stimulate it in a positive way to get people here and bring your stuff out and show it. And, you know, yeah, I think that's the most important thing. Just get over here and just enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy doing this, but I do I, I do this for, for yeah, I mean, 
for I can passion. sit in my garage as well and look at my car. But, you, know, <laughs> you do it because you, you love to do it. Yeah, it's yeah, your yeah, passion. So yeah. it, And it shows, man. So, well, I appreciate I know you're super busy, and I appreciate you taking the time out no to sit with yeah. me and do this podcast because it's, it's definitely something great. You've been a huge addition to the VWC, and you're now – become one of the staples in the VWC and that people look forward to whether it's the magazine or the events that you put on, but it's, Thanks. it's something you've accomplished that I can tell has been a goal of your passion for the Volkswagens. Yeah. You know for I mean? me, it doesn't feel like that. I'm just uh, one of those, uh, just but a, yeah, I don't know how I, I I'm yeah. <laughs> I well, just do it for the fun. You know? No, it's, listen, it's, a, you, yeah. you've done a great job. And uh, I appreciate it, brother. Thanks yeah. for coming on the podcast. Well, thank you for coming to Holland and to Enschede. Yeah, Enschede. <laughs> All the way to Enschede. And yeah, I mean, uh, likewise, what yeah. you do is the same, right? We try, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and people love it. People listen. So thank you as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. but it's funny. My, you know, my, my thing started out as like, I just want to do a podcast, give people something to listen. I had no, no plan of what to do. I just knew... I listened to a podcast and I thought, oh my gosh, the VW community deserves better. And I said, I know a lot of people. I know Buddy Hale. I know all these guys. I'll just get them on. And we'll just yeah. talk about building cars and doing this. And then it became where I started chasing history yeah. and doing and getting these guys and calling these guys that haven't talked about Volkswagens in 25 years and get them on the podcast. Yeah. And, and now it's it's a balance of both and coming to the shows and, and interviewing people here from Europe yeah. and getting them on the podcast yeah. and, and doing all that part. And, it, and it's just become it's become a, a labor of love. Like yeah. I love to do this. You well, know? We're basically doing exactly the same, right? Yeah. You are making stories and you put them in a podcast and you document them. Yes. We are making stories. We put them in the magazine. We document them. You are bringing people together by, you know, introducing people and, and having the community know each other better. And let's say I bring people together at the show and people enjoying and speaking to each other. I think in, in, in yeah, so thank you for that as well. No, I mean, and, yeah. and I think you probably get the same things. The best compliments I get, I get emails from people that say, thanks so much for the podcast. I appreciate everything you do. It gets me excited. After I listen to the podcast, I go in the garage. I work on yeah, or yeah, I yeah. listen to it while I'm working on my car. And exactly. it's just like I look at the magazine. I get inspired. Because I remember when I was in the hobby, that's what I, I get the magazine. And I'm like, oh, that's what I'm going to do. And then yeah. I go out to the garage and like start exactly. working on my car. So it's it's all about motivating the the rest of the hobby to to contribute to do something and they contribute by creating exactly their that. cars yeah so yeah, yeah. yeah. Niels yeah. thanks man thanks appreciate it all right yeah thank you thanks brother well if you guys like that podcast and I know you did I enjoyed it too so make sure you stick around next week I'm sure we're gonna be recording a wrap up episode with respect to the show all the events and everything that took place so. If you're not here, man, I wish you were. It's going to be a great time. Uh, online registration is going to be closed, but you can still register when you get here. And don't forget the strip cruise is free. So come hang out with us at the Orleans Hotel and Casino here in Las Vegas this weekend. And until next week, guys, later. You probably don't know that there's a new Volkswagen out that doesn't look like a Volkswagen. Volkswagen.